Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast, British Columbia, Canada. The date we're recording this is the 26th of June. And I just wanted to kind of draw people's attention, if it hasn't already been, to the uh, Mars-Venus-Leo drama scandal that is bizarrely unfolding in Russia with... Uh, his hired mercenary group um, marching on Moscow, which I guess they decided they could come to some form of agreement and stop it. It just, anyway, interesting that, you know, Venus is chasing Mars. And of course, Mars has traditionally been called the uh, god of war. So anyway, I just thought, you know, sometimes astrology is just like literal. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is episode 88. And what I'm going to be working with, or what we're both going to be working with is showing what you can learn from time twins. And, you know, for myself personally, um, I didn't really give a, I don't remember giving a lot of thought to time twins until I actually met mine, <laughs> or one of mine, I'm sure there was more than just us two born on that day. Um, but I actually have one living in the same town that I'm living in. Uh, we're about three hours apart in terms of rising signs. Um, and it it was amazing and fascinating. And I think I've actually done a previous show on that one, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I ran across this on my Facebook page. Somebody else had noticed that these two celebrities, one is majorly known, the other one, maybe not so much. Not everybody in the audience will know of the second one. But, you know, it was just, they're not polar opposites. They are gender-wise, one's female, one's male. Um, one's way more famous than the other, but, you know, born on the same day. And that would be Angela Angelina Jolie um, and Russell Brand. Yeah. And so I'll be your host. I'm Maureen Reed, and I'm an astrologer. And joining me as usual is astrologer Jill Kirby from Victoria. Hello. Yes. Okay. So um, a reminder that, uh, you know, the intro music gives our contact information where you can get a hold of us. Both of us are practicing astrologers. We'll gladly read your chart. Um, if that's not on your horizon, then if you're enjoying these podcasts, we are retired, don't have huge incomes, need to finance these sessions, which of course we both love to do and want to continue doing. So if you can buy us a coffee, that would be great. Thank you. All right. So Russell and Angelina. So what I thought I would do is I will bring up their charts and of course, I'm using whole sign. Um, Jill will be looking at them. Whoa, that was a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh, go away. Oh, dear. All right, let's, this is not what, this is what I want. Yay. Um, she will be using them in Placidus. And one of the things that we could immediately comment on is in Placidus, uh, Russell, because he was born in England, and England is a country, a nation that's quite a bit north. 
And so in the quadrant-based systems, they often have intercepted houses. And I suspect he has more than one um, in these charts. Yeah. So um, we can also, up on the website, we can put both of their charts in Placidus as well. So here we have it. And, uh, you know, obviously born on the same day, June 4th, 1975, one in England, one in Los Angeles. Russell's is not that reliable a timed chart. It comes with a B, uh, which means I suspect it's what his best guess is on um, uh, what his time of birth is. It does sort of check out with some timing techniques that I did on it just to see if it's plausible and it is plausible. Uh, Angela's on the other um, hand is very accurate. So mm. yeah, we can definitely, um, you know, not sort of question that one. And so what you get with time charts is you get similar configurations, like they both have the Mars, Moon, Jupiter, Chiron prominent. Um, uh, you know, they both have Saturn, Venus, which is an interesting combination when it comes to uh, relationships. And both of both of these primary things are on angles and um you know an angular planet in uh, both modern and in hellenistic uh do tend to um be very prominent in the person's life and so you know i think it might be a bit of a surprise for i know it was for me to to realize that they're both you know that they're obviously that they're gemini and in from a sun sign point of view um and but that isn't sort of what leaps off the page what definitely leaps off the page is that aries stellium and uh you know so we know from uh you know sort of the dignity scheme that Mars is very happy in its own sign. The moon has to work there, might not like it, but it has to work there. And Jupiter, of course, Mars and Jupiter together. Oh my goodness. <laughs> These are happy campers. Not necessarily doing everything that one would like them to do, but um, they can definitely walk or dance or dash or... Um, what, what? And feisty energy. Yes, very feisty energy. Um, and uh, so interesting how they have both played with these dynamics. And of course, the other piece that we will see when you have the same chart, but set at a different time, is um, where these um, combinations are playing out in the person's life. Okay, so I'm just going to give a quick rundown on... Uh, backdrop for, you know, sort of history to date. They're both, I think it's 48 now. So um, they're kind of in that middle, shake them up, do your best to change the world time of life. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Russell at um, age six months, his parents split up. Um, next sort of notable thing is he suffered from blue, blue, bulimia there. That's how you pronounce that. Uh, at age uh, 14, uh, he definitely dove into drugs around age 16. And that's when he started to study acting. 
Um, his comedy debut was in the year 2000. And so he would have been, oh, how old would he have been? Uh, 95, 25. He would have been 25 when his comedy debut. And that was kind of his major entry, although he did do a lot of uh, small parts in small movies prior to that. Uh, in 2002, big turning point. Um, this was at age 27, so he's coming up to his Saturn return. He went into recovery from uh, major addictions. Um, and he also, like in terms of all of his addictions, um, he was into self-harming. He was also a porn addict, apparently. Um, and he had other conditions which probably wouldn't have helped. Uh, apparently, he's been diagnosed as bipolar and ADHD. Okay, so he gets married in 2009 uh, to Katy Perry, which I thought was kind of interesting given certain aspects of his chart, which we'll come back to. Um, he also got into doing radio shows, podcasts in 2015, um, got political in 2009. He has done quite a bit of writing. He wrote for um, The Guardian, which is a sports magazine in England. Um, and uh, his first marriage to Katy Perry only lasted a year. But what's interesting is even though they didn't have a, a, a prenup agreement uh, at the time, apparently she was worth like 44 million. He did not take any of her money. He just parted oh. ways with her, which I thought was quite interesting, you know, given the context of the world these days, you know, he just went, nah, you keep your money. Uh, so he got political in 2009, still is. Um, he's written quite a bit. He's written uh, two bio biographics, you know, based on his recovery stuff. Um, you know, his main shtick right now, it seems like, is um, doing podcasts in which he's an interviewer. Um, but he also has a production company. And so he's, you know, funding, you know, small movies and documentaries and that type of thing. His second marriage occurred in 2017, and there's nothing written about it. So, you know, he sort of got off the don't need a wildly popular partner like Katy Perry. <laughs> Just um, and he, you know, he said when they they split up that, it, you know, it was reasonably amicable. It wasn't, you know, a big hoorah. Um, and so his marriage and his children are not public. Um, I couldn't find any data on that, but he only has two children. Okay, now Angelina, uh, her parents also separated uh, within the first year of her life. Um, her first role was with her dad. Um, her original last name was Voigt. So uh, the actor Voigt is her father. And he actually had her in a movie at age six. Um, but that was sort of it until she hit 16. Um, in high school, she um, kind of was a dark figure, uh, not kind of surprising given her chart. Uh, she was bullied. She got into self-harm, um, couldn't really connect to other people emotionally. Um, and 
the pain was what uh, of of harming herself of cutting herself was how she sort of got in touch with how she felt uh she also she too also had an eating disorder uh, she considered suicide at 19 and again at 22 and even hired a hitman to kill her, you know, to have her killed, which is, gosh, Mars moon, maybe <laughs> just a really bizarre combination that. Well, um, she also got a very close Venus Uranus square there. Yes, yes, they both do. I, and Chiron is part of that mix. Yeah. I mean, as Gabor Mate has often said, it's, you know, drugs are not the problem. The problem no, is the exactly. trauma that's underlying it. Exactly, exactly. Um, her last nervous breakdown uh, ended in a 72-hour stay in a psychiatric hospital shortly after that in 2000. And I've got this down here somewhere. Where did it go? She adopted, so she's single. She adopts uh maddox um in uh you know two uh, at 27 so this is the beginning of her saturn return and um she basically says that because of him um she would never she would her commitment to her son she would not get into self-destructive behavior of any kind Okay, so and also at that time she changes her name. She she has been on and off estranged from her father, uh, although in the Wikipedia it says they have reconciled since you know the earlier years. Um, the other thing that occurred when she was quite young, before she was sixteen, is she actually when she first got into acting at 16, uh, she fell in love with, um, what's his name? John Miller, Johnny Miller, he's an actor. And um, her mother let them move in together in her home, in her own home, right? Like in her mother's home. And she uh, credits that with not going totally sideways out on the street. Um, so they were, um, they were married for, I think, it was three years and then she got a divorce uh and then only a year later she takes up with billy bob thornton who is quite a character in his own right um and they last for two years um and then she meets brad pitt in the movie mr and mrs smith uh she claims that they um that they you know were not sexually active until after he had left uh, Jennifer Aniston. But of course, the tabloids had a field day with that. And who cares whether that's true or not, really, when it comes right down to it. They did not marry until after she got pregnant for the first time. So in total, she has uh, three adopted children and three children of her own uh, with Brad. And they finally got married on a August of 2014, separated uh, in 2016, and then were their divorce was final in 2019. Uh, yeah, so her marriage thing has been a little more active and obviously very prominent. Um, now, yeah, again, Venus on her ascendant, squaring Uranus. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, yes, exactly. Way well, more prominent we than we expect it to be a smooth sailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, for Russell's chart, um, when we get into the details, obviously the Venus Saturn in the seventh plays out quite a bit differently, even though it is angular. Okay, so she's also noted for um, her. Uh, journey with cancer. She herself has not had cancer, but because she carries the bad cancer gene, uh, she's had a mastectomy plus um, some other surgeries to remove parts that could become cancerous. She's also bisexual. Um, and um, her particular outreach that is has nothing to do with acting really, um, began quite young. She was a goodwill ambassador at age 26 to the UN and her credentials when it comes to outreach for children um, is kind of amazing. It's There's like pages of it on Wikipedia. Okay, so now let's dive into charts and how one can use a, two twins like this to just kind of see what's the difference. And so um, the first thing that I noted, of course, is one is a night chart and one is a day chart from a Hellenistic point of view. Um, interestingly, um, having a man with moon being sort of the predominant um, light, it puts, um, you know, his airy circuitry obviously is at the bottom of the chart. So the foundation that he stands on um, is doubly um, important in a chart where it's a night chart. And it puts the sun uh, in the sixth house. And that possibly could be why we see him with a different sort of list of uh, health concerns. Um, they both, of course, carry the Aries piece about being wild kids, definitely. Um, but with him, he also has this ADHD and uh, bipolar possibility. Um, and the sixth house is um, doesn't sort of give the same alienation to the father side of it as it does with the Gemini in the 12th that Angelina has and her alienation from her father. Although, um, although his son is opposite Neptune, so. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, he's, I think for him, the, the, as we will get further into this, like you were saying, it's possibly, you know, redirecting the need to disappear from drugs into um, a spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is the difference in, um, you know, the, the day and the night? Well, night charts, not always, but in theory, there aren't there isn't the same need for prominence out in the world. Um, it doesn't stop them from being prominent out in the world, but it's more introspective typically when you have most of your planets below the horizon. Whereas obviously with Angelina, her that Aries circuit at the top of the chart just shouts out to the world. Um, and obviously, also with the Venus Saturn. So in terms of angularity, the more prominent ones are the 10th and the first house, um, whereas the seventh and the fourth are very active, but not as publicly prominent as the other two. And this also, is- Jupiter on the mid heaven is also yes. 
associated with that, especially in that kind of thing. Um, It was a work of the Gokulans back in the day. Yes. They did the sections of sectors of the chart that indicate certain professions. Yes. Yeah. And prominence. Not just professions, but also prominence. Yeah, but with professions, the acting went with Jupiter. Yes. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Well, that totally makes sense, obviously. Yeah. Okay. So um, the other piece that I looked at, um, just sort of in the big general overview, is where their part of fortune is placed. Um, and uh, his is in his fourth house in that Aries sector. And uh, he came from a, you know, tough working class neighborhood. Um, Whereas for her, hers was in a very public family. Her father was quite the star at the time, Um, even, and her mother was apparently an actress too, but she gave it up to raise her children. Um, Her stepfather was also a director. And so, you know, that part of fortune is, I mean, obviously for Angelina, the good fortune there is in her looks, but it is also in the kind of attention that she would have grown up surrounded by, Um, you know, not necessarily specifically to herself, but she would have been more familiar with that arena um, whereas Russell, with his part of fortune in the fourth, it was, you know, working class neighborhood that he grew up in. Okay. Uh, la, la. So the next thing that I looked at was obviously this Aries stellium. And in the Hellenistic, what they do is in terms of how people come into their stellium, they see it as beginning with the first planet in the series. And so for Russell, that was the moon. For Angelina, that is Mars. Um, And so that sets the stage slightly differently. And, um, you know, whichever planet is first, um, it's the one that's approaching. And in this particular case, of course, the moon being the faster one, um, it's very true of his. So his moon Mars makes... um, kind of comes to a place where what I'm imagining is he had a lot of fear um, that he would have been dealing with uh, right from the get-go. And he used the Mars to sort of try to satisfy that, to do something with it. And, um, uh, you know, got into drugs at quite an early age. Um, And, you know, it obviously from the Mars went to the Jupiter into being excessive. And then finally hitting Chiron, of course, it uh, creates some pretty significant wounds. Um, But I'm imagining that, you know, growing up having to sort of, um, you know, do the sports slash groups of gangs in, in, um, you know, working class neighborhoods, that type of thing. Yeah, that's kind of how I see that operating. Whereas for Angelina, she was like, no, I'm aggressive. I can be assertive. Um, And, but I don't feel much, (laughs) you know? So the fact that the moon and Mars are are in opposite positions, um, you can see that bear out in how the two of them have approached this. 
Um, she, you know, she would be a, how did she put it? A grunge uh, wearing black, like apparently for her first wedding at 16, she wore black leather pants with, I don't know, a spandex top or something that was, had his blood <laughs> on it, on the t-shirt. Uh, so a very different portrayal. And so, uh, you know, one of the things one can take from something like this is, you know, if you're looking at a chart and you're wondering, okay, is this time reasonable or not? Uh, so in a stellium, whatever planet is first, who's second, look at that from the point of view of how are they demonstrating that? And you might be able to make a determination going, oh, wait a minute, no, this should be in front of this because this is the type of character that they're displaying. All righty. Um, so he definitely did the sports thing um, and then took everything to excess. So um, in Russell's scenario, he became addicted to porn. Um, he also did the self-harming. They both did that. That's Mars Moon in both their cases. Um, yeah. Anything you want? And to I add? think probably both have done the excess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have that Moon Jupiter conjunction <laughs> without some excess coming into the picture. Oh, totally, totally. And the roots of it would be slightly different just because of, again, like I was saying, we one has Mars moon and the other one has moon Mars. Okay. Now from Angelina. Uh, both, yes. But they both have the Venus square Chiron. And yes. The wounding comes very early for both of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it could very well be just the fact that that foundation, because the, the Venus Saturn is, of course, ruled by the moon. And, um, you know, so there would have been an anticipation with strong cancer circuit of having a, you know, sort of classically solid familial ground, but that wasn't there. And again, that's part of that is the Uranus squaring Venus, but also Chiron squaring Venus, you know, the... Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to be what that cancer circuit wanted for either. No, one. and I think the Venus square Uranus explains the weird outfits and stuff. It's like, how can I shock people now? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. They both come to um, a choice at their Saturn returns, um, which is interesting. One of them adopts a child and puts aside any self-destructive behavior. And the other one goes into recovery. And um, if you kind of read through Russell Brand's scenario, you really get the idea that with his Saturn being in the seventh, uh, that um, he does credit the support of other people for being successful in his recovery that he started with his Saturn return. Well, interesting that those Saturns, Saturns are both in very close square to their Jupiters. Yes, yes, yeah. Almost exact. Yeah, yes. So. Um, so, and the other one, which I thought was just like perfect symbolism, is the fact that Angela Jolie, she did the adoption thing. Her mm -hmm. moon is up there in the 10th. 
Um, and so she starts off with not a child of her own, which is apparently a classic signature of Moon in the 10th house that you often start with other people's children. Um, it doesn't negate you having your own, but that's the start. Um, and so, and with Saturn being prominent in that, uh, in Hellenistic, of course, it would still be considered in the first house. And, um, you know, it's like, yeah, I, if I take responsibility, then I will protect myself so that I am there for this child. Yeah. Well, and also with the cancer rising, there's the, I think, need to do the mothering thing. Yes, exactly. Although Moon in Aries has not got that strong mothering. No. Thing going on. <laughs> no, not at all. Although that prominent Mars also rules the fifth house yeah. in her chart, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the Venus in his chart rules the 10th, AKA, let's marry somebody that's really prominent, um, Katy Perry to begin with. But you know, that only lasts like less than a year. Um, and it's a few years before he marries someone else, but that's permanent. It looks like has children and is totally not on the public radar. Yeah. Um, and he too has Venus ruling uh, the fifth. And so he does have children, but yeah, not a, not a prominent thing. Okay. So the next piece I looked at was the ascendance. Um, and so with a night chart that makes Saturn um, in Russell's chart, the malefic that is not of the sect in favor. Um, and so uh, coming to terms with taking responsibility would have been a big challenge for him. Um, and uh, obviously he has proved uh, successful in terms of curbing uh, at least his drugs addiction and probably his porn addiction. Um, I'm not sure how that well that plays out with something like bipolar or ADHD. I'm yeah, mm -hmm. not all that familiar with the signatures for those conditions. Um, but it is for him obviously all about uh, getting better through others. And actually in some of his writings, he's written two uh, autobiographical pieces about his recovery. Um, and uh, yeah. Okay, so for her that obviously the Venus Saturn is very prominent and the Venus being directly on the ascendant, this is a classic for beauty. Um, and, um, you know, at, at different points, so to date in her career, she's been considered one of the most influential women in the world. Um, you know, obviously with uh, Saturn ruling the seventh, you know, for a time there, they were the couple, uh, Brangelini, they, you know, sort of combined the two names. Uh, she's also been a fashion icon as well as uh, it took her a while to hit her stride in terms of her movie success, um, just because she, you know, wasn't playing the typical girl next door at all, that Mars being uh, with the moon and Jupiter up there. Um, you know, it took a bit for, you know, sort of Hollywood to recognize what she would be good at, <laughs> which is sort of very tough 
female roles. Um, I think it was um, the one where the Tomb Raider one is, I think, her breakout role. Um, yeah. Action movie. Action movie, yeah. And what's interesting about it is her comment about the men that she's picked in her life as well as her dad, and she lumps herself in with that is drama queens, <laughs> you know, which is, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, you think of that more in terms of Leo, but no, I can see where Mars, Moon, Jupiter could be definitely a drama queen. <laughs> Especially with Venus on the ascendant, and like I say, squaring Uranus. Yes, yes. I'm going to stand out one way or the other. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so the next thing that I looked at was this sun, you know, it was like, okay, so where's the Gemini? And, um, and how important or significant is that? So in a night, in a night chart, of course, the sun is not of the sect in favor. It is in Russell's chart. It's in the sixth house and does speak to this bipolar slash ADHD slash, um, you know, sort of seeing his own recovery as being the prominent thing. Uh, whereas in her case, yeah, she gets over it, but it's children um, that she sees in herself as being the reason why she sort of left her problems behind. Um, and she did not focus on um, her behaviors of self-undoing, which is 12th house, but that kind of remains to be seen. Uh, what's interesting is um, she did take the seventh or the sixth house and that Neptune and um, got into some fairly significant surgery for an actress to prevent um, genetic problems, uh, which is interesting because often we associate the fourth house with genetic inheritance. Uh, Venus rules that it is right on the ascendant. And so she took preventative measures uh, with uh, apparently a bad cancer gene, um, had a double mastectomy and um, some other reproductive parts removed to uh, forestall any possibility of cancer, which her mother and her grandmother and a few other people in her life have died from. So I thought that was quite interesting. Whether one sees that as self-undoing, I don't know, you know, with that uh, son in the 12th house. Well, the the cutting part of the moon. Yes. Um, well, and the moon with Jupiter. Yeah, all that airy stuff. Cut, cut. Yeah. Well, so, basically her female parts. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So next. So I think that the Gemini thing you, you mentioned, she's bisexual. That would yes. certainly yeah. be part of that too. Yes. Yes, it would be. Yeah. Okay, so then Venus as being prominent on the angles. Um, and so what I saw with, with Russell's, with his being seventh house, the difference in, um, I mean, he has also done movies, but he's not really known for the movies. He's more known for um, his comedic stuff and um, all of the podcasts slash radio slash writing. 
um, you know, he's taken that Gemini stuff and really run with it. Um, he does have a production company, uh, whereas she got into directing, which would be totally Mars, Moon, Jupiter on the Midheaven. And so, but I see that, uh, you know, Venus is doing the direct interaction with audience. And he does use his own life as material. And I see comedy as being, you know, they're trying to connect directly one-on-one -on -one with people in the audience, you know, finding stories that they can all relate to. It's Actually, also a very Jupiterian thing. Yes, yeah. But Unworking. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think it's different than, you know, the, the Venus on the Ascendant, um, which is far more person-centric than it is when it's in the seventh house you know it's it's all about how people see her out there um yeah where whereas for him it's more about how do i relate to others interesting that the sun is basically a semi-square from venus oh yes yeah and from chiron so it's the midpoint there it's the midpoint between the two yes and so it's the quadrant to uh uranus part of that whole thing ah yes but whereas mercury is on aspect yeah which yeah, is and it's so makes, for both of them a wild card uh-huh <laughs> so they they're um uh, Mercury turned direct uh, for Angelina at age 17 and for Russell at age 18. I imagine they're probably only months apart in when they turn direct, um, which makes a difference when you start off with a Mercury retrograde. Uh, noting the year that it uh, turns direct can be a shift in um, the way you think about things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so her Venus, you know, is obviously being seen. It's the body, it's fashion. Um, and uh, because it rules the fourth as well as the 11th, mass appeal um, and the homemaker. You know, I mean, she does have six children. So homemaking is an important thing for her. Um, and this also ties in her um, foreign influence. So both of them have gone, um, I don't know if political would be the only way, but both of them have been influencers in their own right. Hers with the Jupiter, obviously right on the midheaven. I mean, she literally was made an ambassador. I mean, how Jupiter conjunct the MC can you get? at age 26, uh, she went on to have the first of its kind role in the UN in terms of the rights of children. Um, her humanitarian work with children is, like I say, I couldn't believe how much I, at first I thought I'd just kind of cite a bunch of it. And then I went, yeah, no, there's pages of this stuff. Um, and so, you know, she's set up schools and health clinics and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so hers is way more pro prominent, whereas he has used his influence more in the um, protest scenario. Um, you know, so he's, you know, he does it with others, Venus in the seventh. Um, and it is about justice, 
again, the, you know, Venus is ruling the 10th house from a uh, Hellenistic perspective. But his is hasn't had anywhere near the same impact uh, that Angelina's had. And so the last thing that I looked at was outer planet influence. And, and as Jill has pointed out, obviously Uranus, Venus um, has, um, you know, sort of separated them from the crowd in being unique in their different ways. Also, Moon, Mars, opposite Pluto. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Not, not exactly. Minor. Yeah. And um, I would say that, again, um, with Angelina, that hers has had a way more powerful impact. Uh, with his, yes, Pluto and Uranus are up there in the 10th, but it isn't anywhere as near as powerful or as angular. Um, his angles actually, because of being born so far north, um, skews his to uh, the 11th house. And, you know, although Pluto does rule that, um, he's more a behind the scenes person rather than the one who's actually out front leading. Well, and Pluto is subtle anyway. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It does stuff from underneath. Yeah. You don't see what's really going on. Yeah. Um, with his, he does have the Pluto is actually on the midpoint between the moon and Mars. Um, for Angelina, it's on the midpoint of sun ascendant and sun Venus, which I thought was interesting. So it would be squaring those. Um, well, in his case, I think it probably has something to do with his addiction to the pornography or that. Yes, yes. Good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Neptune plays out in uh, Russell's as Mercury MC. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, my first introduction to Russell Brand had more to do with his sort of outrageous ideas about um, healing and stuff. And I didn't even realize he was a comedian. <laughs> that wasn't how I sort of first ran into him. I ran into his podcasts in which, you know, he was uh, challenging and uh, discussing, you know, sort of the whole spiritual scenario um angelina neptune is part of fortune mercury so not as prominent uh yeah and chiron is a little stronger in russell's it's uh chiron is at the midpoint of ascendant venus and it's also square venus a little tighter than it is for angelina yeah yeah still yeah does explain. It would operate yeah. in both regards. Yeah. 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 But the interesting part is basically all the outer planets are aspected. So you don't always get that by, by personal planets. Yeah. The other thing that I that I noted here is um that we've got basically a bundle piece happening. Um, you know. Uh, the inner planets are all sort of grouped together and Venus is what leads. Um, and, uh, you know, so again, that puts that um, 
dominance on that Venus and just how well they've both worked with it. For him, it has way more to do with working and being helped by others. Whereas for her, it is putting herself out there first. Yeah. And then you've got the outer planets are acting as handles. And uh, that could explain why they both have, um, you know, sort of public roles out there in the world. And some of them, one of them way more than the other. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that is what I have on the twin thing. So, yeah. Okay. You can always just look at uh, them from the other perspective. Yes, we can. And you'll get to see, you know, the kind of thing that happens when you have a chart that is... Oh, she, they, he does only have the one interception. Jeez, I thought maybe he might have two with that. No. Such a late degree. But it's Aries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which are significant in the chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, I've got the Capricorn ascendant, which is interesting. And the ruler is Saturn in the sixth. Mm -hmm. So that, that would suggest chronic. Yes. health related stuff if you have a health thing going on and his or you know may have been caused by his own behavior but <laughs> yeah well it so, could speak to the bipolar um i'm you know i'm not familiar with the signature for that but that yeah. would, you know that you live with you don't you know as you say chronic that that is not one that just goes away no and i think that has more to do with the gemini thing which mm -hmm. is and also the Libra aspect of things, because that's balance, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's intercepted, so not obvious in the beginning. Yeah. And and with Pluto opposite the moon, mm -hmm. that's very intense. Yes. Emotional. Yeah. Especially with Mars involved, you know, yeah. just, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he was beat up as a kid or what, but. Well, like I say, he grew up in a working class neighborhood, so that could have been, you know, and he he is, a, um, I mean, his first writing gig was to write in a, a sports paper in The Guardian, and he wrote about football. Yeah. In the house, yes. Yeah. Sports or entertainment, what do you want to write about? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I mean, that he, you know, he would be involved in, in mercurial way in entertainment yeah it was with mercury and gemini yes um and the fact I that also speak to the comedy as well absolutely um yeah and and comedy of course is you know i mean laughter's best medicine right so mm -hmm. lots of ways he's trying to heal himself i think yeah it's a wide sex style from mercury to chiron but it would be the closest thing to an aspect in yeah. For Mercury. And it's a retrograde Mercury. So, and and like know. I said, he uses his own personal experience as yeah. you know, the foundation of his comedy. Like he yeah. Yeah. laughs at himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of course, with the moon Mars thing, yeah. What do you know most? <laughs> yes. Me, me, me. It's in Aries. <laughs> what do we talk about? Well, let's talk about you after we talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, but yes, the sun is in the fourth house, assuming that the time is yes. somewhat close. Um, so yes, there's a strong family on the south node, right? They're near, potentially near the IC. Yeah, there's some difficulties in the home front, I think, mm -hmm. which... Well, his parents did split up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And that goes with the, the Venus here as well, uh, squaring. Squaring, as, as we said before, that T-square. That T-square yeah, with Venus, Chiron, and Uranus. Yeah. And it's right on the line of the two. Yeah. So, yes, it's, uh, can't miss it. <laughs> and angular, so mm -hmm. just... Yeah. yeah, if you put something angular and your life will speak to that piece, definitely. Yes, for sure. And, you know, and it's in cancer, you know, wants mom's love. Mm -hmm. Was he, when they split up, did he go with mom or dad? He went with mom. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been important. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I think this this is very powerful, this Pluto opposition, that moon, Mars, especially with the, the intercept. It's like, let me out of this box. <laughs> I'm trapped in a box. And Pisces on the cusp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that brings in the Neptunian thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, Neptune... Pisces kind of thing. Well, goes to the sense and it's stronger of, in the sense that moon is coming up to that Neptune than it would have been in Angelina's chart. Yeah. yeah. And and also Pisces Neptune. Well, Pisces on the second. Second house is it's money, but it's also our self-worth. Yes. So with Pisces on there, it's probably didn't have a great deal of that. Yeah. Not in a tangible form that growing up in a working class neighborhood would require. No, not not that it, not in a way that he could, especially with all this airy stuff that wants let loose. It can't really get there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it is a trine, which again, you know, gives him he's the glamour. Into, he's into the, um, you know, the pursuit, the study of things, the education thing. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes he's... in many different directions, which is classic Gemini, you know, like in terms of what he, but he's been in his writings, people have commented in that classic Gemini way that he, he might read something, but he never finishes reading it, nor does he truly understand. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I mean, he doesn't have, doesn't have the attention span with the sun and Mercury and Gemini, especially Mercury retrograde, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That it would be a, sh a short attention span. It's like when yeah. Trump was elected, he liked Twitter because you know you only use a few words. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't have to be eloquent. No, that's the Gemini thing, right? You know, yeah. let's just yeah. few, fewer words, the better. He's not yeah. going to write a book, but he might write an article. Um, and if you think about the does have, to, that, does have two intercepts, he's got Aquarius intercepted in the first and Aries intercepted in the second. Oh, he does have two. Thank you. I'd missed that. I thought so we've got Leo. And that's real um, so just so that people are aware when you use a quadrant system and people are born really like 
far north that you start to get above the 50, 50th parallel, then charts definitely start to get skewed. Yeah. Yeah. Especially around that time of year when this. You know. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Um, but yes, there's there's the intercepted Leo in the seventh, which is interesting. Yeah. It's like Aries. Leo's kind of a me, me, me. <laughs> Adore me kind of thing, but not getting there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And probably, like we said, with uh, Venus on the cusp of the seventh squaring these two, mm -hmm. it was just, yeah, I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy, right? Mm -hmm. My self-worth. <laughs> Venus is also about self-worth, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, so I think a lot of the issues go back to that mm -hmm. second post stellium of, you know, yeah. am I really worth anything? And always try and prove it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which you have to go bigger and bigger to prove it <laughs> with Jupiter in there. More is better. <laughs> but it, I mean, it has a serious side with the Capricorn rising. Yes. Yeah. And Saturn in the sixth, right? He'd have a he'd have a work ethic. Yes. Yeah. And his, you know, I mean, the uh the the political, the the protests, um, you know, he sponsored um a recovery clinic um for quite some time. Um yeah, so yeah, in terms of the seriousness of healing Saturn in the sixth, yeah, that's definitely part yeah. of it. Yeah, but it's squaring Jupiter, which is, you know, the work play kind of, mm -hmm. which one should I go for? <laughs> and the moon does rule that sixth and seventh. Yeah. And that, yeah. It all and Mars and Aries. To, you know, have done his recovery since his Saturn return, that he's still you know, clean and sober. Yeah, and, and I think this moon, Mars, especially opposite Pluto, is is would have a tendency to self-destruction. Mm -hmm. Especially, be, you know, because of that lack of self-worth kind of thing that mm -hmm. was baked in very early on. And and Neptune doesn't bring a lot of clarity. No. It can bring, it can bring a, a lot of creativity to it, but not great for clarity. <laughs> his ability to write children's books, which he has tried, um, would bring English children's literature to a new low. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't successful. No. <laughs> Writing children's yeah. books. Yeah. And and again, you know, not only the Pisces on the second, but his son, which is, rules that intercept in the seventh, is opposite Neptune. You know, mm. it's like. Yeah. Yeah. He probably felt invisible, which, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and with Scorpio on the 10th, I mean, assuming it is, you mm -hmm. put Sag is in there. It's like, hmm, not sure if I can get there and do what I want to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, I guess that he has found the the ability to express himself as much as he has is good. Yes. Yeah. 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 And like I say, you've got the sesquiquadrant with that sun to 
Uranus and it's semi-squaring Venus and it's semi-squaring Chiron. Mm -hmm. So the sun is very much aspected by a lot of things. Those are subtle aspects, so they take there are more to get them going. They are, they are more minor aspects, but they are part of the hard, the challenging yeah. Yeah. Uh, group of aspects. So they don't, you know, they don't resolve easily. No, no, they take work. Yes. And so, you know, again, it's it's probably would be good to have a Capricorn ascendant Saturn in the sixth to have some work ethic to be able to. Yeah. I don't know if he'd have got had the had what he needed to get through it if he hadn't had that. Yeah. Because he doesn't, you know, I mean Neptune doesn't give you any structure or no. discipline or you know, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Sag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Aries doesn't give it. Yeah, no, it starts lots of things, but it's not noted yeah. it's finished. No. It can be off in all directions, and so can Gemini. You know, yeah. I mean, well, in this, neither, this, this, at least in his chart, he has an Earth, a piece that is grounded. Um, not yeah. the case in Angelina's. No, no, and I think that's yeah. that's um, not necessarily made it easy for him, but it's given him. You know, Saturn isn't always a bad guy. No, no, that's you know, this is a good example of that. You know. Yeah. I think Saturn's probably fairly well placed in the sixth mm -hmm. because that is a house of work and Saturn, yeah. you know, wants to do some work. So, and uh, yeah, it's got a conf strong conflict with uh, the Jupiter piece here. Yeah. yeah. But in, in Hellenistic, that Jupiter is overcoming the Saturn. So you absolutely have to work the Saturn in order yeah. Jupiter not and, to get... Take and that's <laughs> yeah and so that you know especially with yeah like i say the aries the gemini none of that's going to give him the what he needs to to deal with what he had to deal with and get sober or yes anywhere near <laughs> yeah yeah so you know and that allows this neptune to be the spiritual yes path right yeah, if you can take it to that um, self-awareness level, then yes, yeah. then Neptune becomes something you can actually use. But otherwise, yeah, no, it's going to lead you down the garden. But, and also that it that it has got this challenging sesquiquadrant to Chiron, mm -hmm. you know, the two of them. That's, again, it's like, well, it can be that, but it's not going to come easily. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's um, pretty interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he does have the sextile from Sun to Mars here. Mm -hmm. He is, he comes off as being frenetic. So the yeah. idea of being diagnosed as ADHD. Yeah. 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 And like I say, when, when Mercury doesn't have any aspects, it's got no controls on it. Mm -hmm. So it, it will be. <laughs> Kind of like that, going off in all directions. <laughs> and with all that Aries energy, there's a lot of directions to go in. So, right? So, uh, and a lot of and a lot of fire behind it, right? You yeah. Know, like, yeah. Get fired and, and, up. Yeah. 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 Um, and Venus rules his third house, 
which is very much, you know, usually Gemini, Mercury kind of territory. So with Taurus on there, again, there's some Earth there. Yeah. Right? Not that his mind is calm, but the meditation might help with that. TM apparently is his go-to. Okay. Transcendental meditation, that's what, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but he would need that to get anywhere with... Mm -hmm his thinking and communicating, right? It needs some kind of grounding. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. And Venus, even though it's it's involved in, you know, the, T, the big T-square, it's uh, it's got connections. So, you know, the challenges will, you know, they're, they're either stumbling blocks or building blocks, and he's learned how to turn them into building blocks to some degree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I guess we should look at Angelina. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we've looked at him. And here she is. Yeah. As you say, we've got, I mean, Venus couldn't be closer to the the Ascendant, really. Yeah. Although it's behind the Ascendant, which mm -hmm. is interesting. Mm -hmm. Because the 12th house has got its challenges, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in her words, she was bullied at high school. I guess she had to wear braces and she was all, she was into the grunge thing, which yeah. we're older and I really have no idea what the grunge thing, but it doesn't sound like it, you know, it would have been the fashion statement that it, that she has now. Right. <laughs> no. And, and I think, like I say, I think, you know, part of her thing of being seen maybe was to, to shock people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, it is, it's in both their cases. You've got that Venus square to this Chiron Uranus. Uranus is, in some ways, way more prominent. And oh, yeah. Be well, because the divorce of her parents would have been very public. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and the know. fact that she, she dished him and eventually um, they stopped communicating for over six years because she dropped his last name. Jolie yeah, yeah. was her middle name. And so Angelina Jolie, she she dropped the void, right? She just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the sun in Gemini here in the eleventh is is opposite Neptune. Like I don't see you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't want to see you. <laughs> and 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 this at a close this we quadrant to Uranus. It's like, no, it's too upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, and and Venus semi-squaring probably maybe some like it's his fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at, he's the one that ruined everything. I don't well, know. Putting putting Cancer on the ascendant, the fact that you know within the first year of her life he broke up the home by leaving. Yeah. 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 So yes, I don't want because I need. I mean, cancer's a very needy sign. Yes. She wasn't going to get what she needed in the time, in that time frame, which is when you need it most. Yes, exactly. So the wound is is so deep when things happen at that age. Because you don't have the framework to articulate what's going on at that age. Yeah, no, it's just pure emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And and the emotion is very volatile and mm -hmm. yeah, aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. 
she probably was a handful. <laughs> Ergo, well, my mom, mom let her, her and her boyfriend move in, you know, at age 16. And yeah. Well, because her mom was smart enough to know that her, she would have just gone off on her own. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been not a pretty picture. Well, no. You know what happens to kids that go out and live on the streets? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. better to say, yeah, okay, yeah, come here, and it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how mom felt about that, but um, but then her mom, you know, the moon yeah. represents the mom in the chart, generally speaking, mm -hmm. the nurturing parent with cancer rising and all that. Um, so her mom had a a pretty feisty side too, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the two of them fought, but it would be pretty intense if they did. <laughs> yeah, in in the bio, it doesn't mention that, but yeah. other than she, she but, left her career uh, raised the kids, but that's all it says. Yeah, and I think probably you know she needed her mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think this, you know, this probably uh, whatever her mom's sign is mm -hmm. was. Um, probably a fire sign yeah which would have gone with this and you know understood it to some degree yeah yeah um that would be my guess mm -hmm. especially with the trying from neptune to those yeah and and you also got this you know heiress right on yes the well you know in terms of the fact that she's adopted three children uh, you know, from three different countries in the world and and just been this this champion, which is an Aries piece for children. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's also idealizing. I mean, it's uh, the yeah. yeah, yeah, the Pisces on the ten, on the ninth and, and Neptune trining. Yes. There's an element of. Well, yeah, it's rescuing. Mm -hmm. That's part of the Neptune theme that is you're yeah. either the rescuer the victim or the savior she probably plays all all three of them mm -hmm. um from time to time yes but eris is is that warrior goddess who wants to speak up wants for the, the seat at the table yeah well wants to speak for those in and you know yeah that aren't at the table yeah Eris, yeah. the the UN position, I don't think it was created for her, but it was, she was the first one to hold it. And she held oh. it for 10 years. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. But of course, Jupiter on the midheaven like that, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not going to do anything in a small way. Yeah. No, that's for sure. And it's on the midpoint of uh, Pluto Uranus, is it not? Could very well be. Yeah. I'd have to. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you pull, not only is it at the midheaven, it's pulling in. Yes. The power the of the outer planet and Uranus Amplium, you know. So, she, yeah, we've seen both those sides to her the intensity and the rebellious, yeah. you know, shock mm -hmm. kind of yeah. things that she's done um, seem to channel right up there to that mid-heaven Jupiter uh, in a very big way. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to miss it. Yeah. yeah. Now, this yeah. is somebody who was bound to get a lot of publicity. Yeah. Yeah. A big public persona. You couldn't not have that with that Jupiter. 
No, exactly. And In my estimation. <laughs> woman of the world, you know, like how much you can't get any bigger, I don't think. Well, no. maybe of the universe or something. Yeah. 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 And again, she's got this, yeah, that Sun-Neptune opposition, which is never easy because the ego is the sun, right? Mm -hmm. right? And we see it as a symbol of for the dad too, but yeah. it's also our, our, our ego center, right? And mm -hmm. Neptune is ego-less. So that's never an easy combination. No, that wouldn't be, yeah. 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 And that may, may go to her... Um, her sexuality as well. Yes. Yeah. With Neptune in the fifth of, um, you know, with Gemini, you know. Yeah. Gotta. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's part of um, her apparently rise to prominence was the fact that uh, both genders found her attractive. Oh. Which would also speak to the eleventh house, and having dispensed with all her feminine parts, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So it's that's an interesting expression of that that Gemini stuff. Yeah. But again, Mercury is not aspected. No, no, and and unlike Russell, writing she has written, but only two things. Whereas his writing is. Again, yeah huge yeah right so that yeah. aspect of the gemini no not so much no i think that mercury in the 11th would be more about you know giving speeches for all of this yes yeah and well, somebody well, else probably writes them for her. absolutely yeah yeah uh, but yeah to to groups mm -hmm. right speaking to groups yeah um yeah and it's interesting. You got Taurus on the on the eleventh. Mm -hmm. So again, somehow Venus is involved in all of that. Her early yeah. wounding, yeah, upheaval kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Somehow is coming channeling out through that eleventh house. Maybe that's part of family for her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just more. Yeah. Like a global family, right? Yeah. World family. Yeah. Well, I um, think in terms of children, you know, that as a backdrop has been the story, right? Mm -hmm. Even the two children that she, well, the three children that she gave birth to, um, you know, they were, she gave birth in some pretty unusual places. Yeah. And the other thing that happens when she goes out on, um, you know, sort of her international um, trips, um, she does not come with an entourage. She lives the way the people that she's working with live. Um, yeah, you know, so she doesn't take media with her, any of that kind of thing. You know, when mm. she goes into a village, she lives as the villagers live. Um, yeah. Well, I think she's got, I mean, she's got that pioneering adventure spirit here. Yeah. Yeah. With all that Gemini, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Again, she can do either one, right? The Gemini, she can live the, the luxurious. Yeah. <laughs> she, she does the flip side um, now, for sure. Or she can, you know, rough it with the best because I'm just yeah. one of the boys. <laughs> yeah. 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 So interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. 
but that's yeah the sun has some challenges there though for sure yeah 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 interesting yeah so you know as we've both demonstrated when you have configurations and you can see them play out through two different lives it gives you some insight into those styles of configurations right well yeah because houses are so important and yes. where the planets are placed is, is crucial yeah um, yeah every you know all of all of the pieces are important and where they fall and how they yeah. interact exactly. Exactly. Is what it's all and about. So, you know, when astrologer goes, you, you don't have a birth time, we need to work on that because <laughs> it makes oh, such a difference. It does. Yeah. And we are yeah. conjecturing on, on Russell Brand because yeah. we do, we're not sure his time. It seems to fit yeah. from what we've talked about. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Certainly what we know of him. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Sir, yeah. It's. Yeah, the bane of an astrologer's existence. Exactly, is not, not having really accurate <laughs> birth times. And not everybody can find them, but so nope. especially if people are much, much older, yeah. probably easier in a more recent. Yes, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, because the profile <laughs> of astrology and birth times has grown. And the yeah. other thing is, is advances in allopathic medicine, um, there are certain procedures at the time of birth that are very critical to happen at specific times. So noting the time that the child, you know, separates from the cord is recorded because there's things that are supposedly have to happen after that at specific timing intervals. And well, and that, that's the other thing with, with birth time. We're never sure of the exact moment of birth because what is the exact moment? Yeah, well, there is that whole controversy and as well. It, yes. it could be when the head crowns. It could be when the baby's fully out of the canal. It could be when the, the cord is cut. Yeah. And those can, there can be several minutes many minutes in in that yeah. so we're never really sure of the exact moment but yeah. yeah you can you can sort of play with the chart once you have a an approximate time and usually i mean i i always say to clients if the chart isn't fitting for you then the time is wrong when we yeah. get to exactly exactly yeah. yeah and gender is you know is another thing that is i mean genders are different so mm -hmm. it does make a difference whether it's a male or female short yeah 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 that's true Alrighty, so this actually should have been our july forecast so our july forecast is going to be in a couple of days <laughs> totally spaced on that and i went wait a minute the end of the month is at the end of the week ah i know and i'm going boating next week for a week so we will be doing a forecast, folks. Um, it will come out probably on Thursday. I'll try to get this episode done Wednesday, I'm hoping. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to be a busy little girl before I go out on the boat. Yes. Yeah. But that's yeah. So um, once we get back, once I get back, um, so Jill doesn't know this, but I am, I've had a request for a look at Jody Wilson Raybold's chart. Oh, yeah. So we she was, yeah, we do. Oh, uh, good. She was uh, a Canadian native who rose to quite prominence in the current government. 
um, and uh, ran afoul of our current prime minister, uh, would not back down, um, knew what she knew, and uh, yeah. yeah. It was a scandal around that. Yeah, it was, it was. Absolutely. And um, anyway, so I've, I've been requested to look at her charts. So when I get okay. back, that'll Good. be. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's often hard to get the times of Canadian. Yes. yes. Politicians and stuff. You know, usually exactly. the US you get more luck, but here yeah. it's yeah, yeah. not always available. Yes. Okay. So in the meantime, folks, uh, I hope you enjoy this piece that we've put out there and we will talk and see you soon. Bye. Bye.